Welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. And this is episode 107, and we're talking Act Razor for the Super Nintendo. See, I've always heard about this game, never played it at the time, but heard it was like a legendary game and you need to give it a go. I knew nothing about this, absolutely nothing apart from the box art. That was the only thing I had to go on. But then I had heard my guest Storm Beagle at the Retrotopia podcast had just covered it with Captain N. And I thought, well, wouldn't this be a good opportunity to give it a go as those guys have recently just covered it and maybe I should give it a go. And it took a few hours to finish, but I gave it a go, finished it, done. And yeah, I had actually a really good time with this one. Considering what it is and the pitfalls it has with the platforming, it's kind of like SimCity plus a hack and slash. Well, not a hack and slash. Well, a platform hack and yeah. But each of those elements on their own, nah, put them together, yeah, that's probably the best thing. If he didn't put them together, it wouldn't be the best. Now, I should also let you know that I'm in absolute agony at the moment. I have sciatica, so my back is in bits. I'm nearly out of it. It's one of those, it's a nerve thing, and then you have to wait a few days, and then you'll be fine. But it's still a pain in the backside, as always, literally. So I'm getting through that, so I'm a bit grumpy as normal, that's why. But let's get the plugs out the way first. Let's, let's get them done, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? No, we are going to get them done. If you want to support the show, you can do so. Wherever you listen to this, please give a five-star review. Tell me I'm great, tell me I'm crap, or put your own thoughts about the show on that review, because it helps to get it out there. And when you see it appear on X, please give it a share, because that gets more eyes on the show. Also, Retro Wars is back on YouTube, but each month a retrospective of all our video, favorite video games are going to be on there. The channel has reached over 500 subs, and please help it by subscribing, liking, and commenting on any new videos. The latest video was Sonic the Hedgehog, so go give that a watch. If you want to support the show financially, you can do at patreon.com forward slash Retro Wars, where for $1 each month you get access to your own show. This could be top 10s, modern day game reviews, and gaming events. Now, as a bit of a sneak peek, last week I found out that I was going to be having to move house, which sucked. So I thought to myself, why don't I do an episode about all the places I don't want to live in the gaming world? So yes, episode 78 is the top 10 places you do not want to live in gaming worlds. This sounds silly, doesn't it, Kirby? Like, it's quite a peaceful world. It's enjoyable, looks all nice and friendly. But the fact is that Kirby lives in this world. This six-inch, however small he is, he's tiny. He is really tiny. He is a ball of death. He will eat anything. He is an absolute killer. 
And that was episode 78 of my top 10 places I would not want to fi- finish a yawning. Shut up. Ugh, in the gaming world. There we go. Right, so for episode 79, I am finally going to do my rant. And it is going to be a rant on wokeism in video games. Uh, it's going to be... I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um... I don't think it's going to piss people off, but it's just me ranting a lot. And I put my thoughts together on paper. The, the script, as I say, the notes have been done. So that will be out next week. Now, to also let you know that 5% of all our Patreon fund each month will go to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers. And they help supply 150 children's wards across the UK with games and consoles. Now, so far, we've only raised about $2.75 Australian, which I know isn't much. But hopefully this is going to grow as we get more Patreons. If you do want to donate any games directly, the link is in the description below. Now, to also let you know as well, with YouTube, if that makes a 1000 I'll start getting paid, and I'll use 5% of that towards the charity as well. Now, what else do you get for your money? We get access to our own Discord, whereas I found out this week, if you just ask for a group about praising your balls, Captain N will make a group for you about praising your balls. Fantastic, my group, isn't it? You also get the chance to mention me one-on-one, take part in all our shows of 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week, and I'll probably butcher your names. Right, let's get on to our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 60 Bits of Nonsense or Letter section where you guys can pretty much ask whatever you want. Shaddock TH says, Hello Danny. Man, I didn't write to you for so long. After missing so many episodes of your podcast, I've missed a lot, Hurt. Fun fact, did you know that Capcom released a web browser version of Breath of Fire 1? Yeah, that should frickin' burn. And I heard that some of the listeners want you to cover some games for the Persona franchise. Well, speaking as an evolved Sonic fan to a Sega fan, Persona 1 and Persona 2 duology are quite small RPGs. About 50 hours. (laughs) Jesus. So I guess you could easily cover them. But they are quite grindy. But I need to warn you that from Persona 3 onwards, well, your first playthrough will take about 100 to 200 hours. And that's all from me. And for your dear listeners of this podcast, enjoy this angelic episode. Well, that's very nice of you. Yes, I have heard Persona 3 and Persona 4 at least are over 100 hours. So I'm just kind of sitting there going, yeah, don't be expecting an episode of that. No chance. Absolutely no chance. That's too long. It's far too long. I get it if you like it, but for me, that's far too long for a game. You just, you'd lose yourself. Like, Christ, that's, that is literally four days. Just shy of four, is it? Hang on, hang on, maths. Yeah, just shy of four days. Four days plus four hours. That's, that's silly. Jesus. Captain N says, Dear Danny, last week you had a dog on on for the intro. Can we just keep the dog? His performance is what this podcast needed to move to the next level. Something you fail to do week after week. Again, keeping you humble to motivate that hustle. Yes, thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Yet Pat is not here today uh, because it is 28 minutes past five. Pat is in bed. So if Pat wants to make an appearance, he will make an appearance and he'll let his presence known by ripping off my headphones. So good old Pat, I didn't think it was, It's you don't take him off the bed because I'll piss off the wife. He's literally, 
He, he came in and we were like, oh, we'll keep him as a cage dog within about two days. No, no, he's a bed dog. And he sleeps in between us and he's very, very cuddly. Oh, he's very cuddly. Except when he sticks his hands out and he, he sticks his paws out, his claws dig into you. He's like, fuck off, dickhead. Or he'll lick you. It's like, no, it's three in the morning, dickhead. Don't do that. Go to bed. Knob. Although, one funny story. We, we lost him in bed a few days ago. We're like, where's he gone? And he, it turned out he'd fallen off the bed, off the, the end of it. And he literally got himself in the bed sheets like a hammock. But he didn't make a sound. He'd been there for about ten minutes and hadn't made a sound. Just lying there. It's like, you fucking dickhead. He, so we had to free him from the bed sheet. It's like, oh my god. This dog's so docile. It is when he's docile. When he's quiet, he's docile. Otherwise, he's on crack. Chris Coppolean says, Chuck's smutty satin chum lord. I think your dog, Pat, likes to take a satin. He slid into my DMs last night. I don't know how he did that, as he's a dog, but he told me that you should play Fighting Vipers and Battle Monsters. How is that Battle Monsters episode coming along? My... Fuck off. My dog did not message you on DMs. He did not get onto your phone. He did not get on my phone. Can you imagine that? Dogs get to the stage. It's like Rick and Morty episode two. Dogs get to the stage where they literally take over the world. And that's the first thing they want to know. Not, you know, world domination, not food. No, play the Sega Saturn. That is the key here. Bar steward. Right. My real question for this week was that since we've had so many... Ma- oh, since we have so many Master System fans in here, if you had to take take a game from the NES and make it Master System exclusive, what would it be and vice versa? If you could take any... get Look, if you put Mario on the NES, Mario Brothers 1, made that the exclusive because that's what essentially saved the consoles back in the day after the crash, that would it be it. it 100%, that was the game that started it all. Otherwise, it'd be Mario Brothers 3. If I had taken NES, a Master System game and put it on the NES, ooh, imagine you put Alex the Kid on there. Freaking ruin it. That'd be the end of Nintendo. Do you know what? I'll go California Games. What a fucking game that was. Oh my God, California Games was so good on the Master System. I played that for hours. It is getting an episode one day. Don't you worry, it's getting an episode. Yeah, California Games. My God, bring that out again. It's absolutely amazing. All right. Thank you very much, guys. That is the end of our letter section. Right. Slight change. So last week, I was trying to say, for a bit of a sneak peek, I was trying to talk about the Nintendo Direct. However, I had a word slip and a brain fart and said the Nintendo Erect. Everyone jumped on that. And now, because of that, what's been going on in the Discord, there has been a discussion that we should change the name of Patch. Usually, I say Patch 107. We're going to change that now forevermore. We're going to call it Play Switch Box Erect. So that is, that is our news section. It's not going to get a number. So it is that is our new title for the news. Because this show likes to listen to Patreons and it evolves daily. So its debut is our newest episode of Play Switch Box Erect. And if you think I'm going to be immature on a dong, no. No, we're not. We're not that immature on this show. Come on. 
Okay, so Play Switch Boxer Wrecked is our new section where I look at what's been going on in the week of gaming and give my thoughts. First one, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is out. Don't you fucking spoil a thing. I swear to God, I'll kick you out of Patreon. I'll kick you out of everywhere. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said Patreon because you, everyone's going to be like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> he dies, she dies. <laughs> Shut up. No, but seriously, please be careful. I imagine spoilers are going to be out there, so try and not get yourself spoiled because this game is going to be immense. I have my copy, although it's sealed. It is ready to go, and I am very, very excited. Also, talking about people who should be excited, Mortal Kombat fans, I know you've not had much to be excited about, but Peacemaker is now in. John Cena is as Peacemaker. I just saw the trailer, and it looked hilarious. Like, it's so funny. Like, he's taking the piss as always. It's like how they got John Cena to do all this. And it was it's just pure Peacemaker. And as part of his, like, moves, like, obviously he's got guns, but he, like, summons Eagly. Eagly! And he just, bird comes in and starts, like, pecking someone's eyes. Like, that's ace. Just to use Eagly. Like, I know we've got Homelander to come, but you've had the fun to now. For my opinion, these are the fun ones. Like, who are they going to do after this? I could, I can't see Venom. I, I said I Venom should be there as an anti-hero, but he won't. There's no way they'll get the right to Venom. Absolutely no chance. Capcom will be literally screaming if that was the case. There's no way you're going to get him. So it'll be interesting who they're going to have. Right. And talking about people who aren't going to be happy. Nintendo. They're suing the creators of a Switch emulator. Says Tears of the Kingdom was pirated a one million times pre-launch. So the creator of popular Switch emulator Yuzu is the target of Nintendo's anti-piracy lawsuit. With the gaming giant claiming in the suit that there is no lawful way to use Yuzu without playing to play Nintendo Switch games. So basically this lawsuit is... Yeah, they're, they're going nuts. Because Nintendo argued that it's looking at Tears of the Kingdom... And it had leaked prior to the game's release. And that the file was downloaded a million times. Usually emulators... Dolphin had this problem, didn't they? They wanted to emulate GameCube games. And Nintendo were like, no, don't be stupid. That's a separate argument, you know, about Nintendo should be releasing old games and, you know, whatever. But this, I, I kind of... These are modern games. These are like games that are out now. And if you're looking at a million um, times that got downloaded, you times that by, let's say, 80. You know, that's 80 million. No, it's not even that. It's eight, it's 800 million. 800 million copies or dollars that they could have had. That's That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. 50 to 800 million. That's a lot of money, Nintendo are owed, essentially, for a modern game. And imagine what they could do. Fucking hell, half a billion? That's just stupid. So, I don't know how how it's going to work because it's an, it's an emulator service. It's not their fault. Their, their argument will be, well, we're just a, an ability to do that. We're not downloading the games. But they're, they're, Nintendo are going to argue, yeah, but your users use your platform to download the game. Or sorry, use your platform to play the game. If you didn't offer that service, they won't be able to run the game. So it's a very, very tricky one because Yuzu itself maybe could argue we're not doing anything illegal. We just provide the tools. And then it's the user, which is a breaking the law, not us. So that's going to be a very interesting one. But Nintendo, yeah, they're not going to go down fighting. Someone who looks like they are going down fighting, PlayStation. 
they're cutting 900 jobs worldwide cancelling games and this affects like spider-man last of us and horizon developers yeah they're going nuts so the cie mc um, oh sorry the cie so sony's um ceo jim ryan said it's an extremely hard de- decision and this is about eight percent worldwide of their workforce and he's come out and said these are t- incredibly talented people who have been part of our success and we are very grateful for their contributions However, the industry has changed immensely and we need to future ready ourselves to set the business up for what lies ahead. Okay, so my thoughts about this is because there's a guy called Matthew Ball on Twitter put off the layoffs, um, like what's been going on. So in 2022, there's been 6,500. That was a record. In 2023, there were 10,500 layoffs. That's a record. And so far, within day 58 of 2024, there have been 7,350 that's mental that is silly but my thoughts about this was that gaming during the pandemic was at its probably its peak because no one had anything to do and everyone was working remotely and because you're probably working remotely they probably hired more people to help get projects done and i'm not saying they are all the reason but it is a reason maybe i think it's a reason that because now people are going back to normality, people are going back to the office. They're like, oh, we've got way too many people that we need, so they're going to cut off some of the fat doing that. I also think that live service games aren't working. They're not really for everyone, so just because they think it's a good idea doesn't mean it's going to be. Like They're abandoning VR too already. So because of that, they're like, ah, oh, we don't need this team then for the live service game. Look what happened to The Last of Us. They were going to make that online live service multiplayer game, and they're like, "Nah, shit, don't. It's going to. It won't work." Spider Man are thinking of doing the same thing, based on the multiverse, and that's happening. So, and Horizon apparently are still going ahead with theirs, but it's not what people want. And Sony and all these companies may have been set up and preparing for the eventuality of doing these things, but now it's not happening. It's like, what are we going to do with these people? As I always say, I hope to God that all these people find jobs because uh, you've got families to feed bills to pay so i wish you all the best and i hope you can find work pretty soon and speaking about that live service game apparently there's been to be a twisted metal one as well and uh, that was meant to be done by was it meant to be done by that and uh, fire spite fire sprite um no not happening so that's cancelled and i think fire spite gone now i think they've, they've gone i think they're one of the companies which recently just went yeah, they, they do, they cut, the cuts are coming. It's just chaos. The gaming industry, it, it's not good for those people who look, you know, at university now who want to get into the gaming industry. Like, I remember when I was at PAX, I got to know these, these set of guys who I'd saw at the Sydney Comic Con. And I was like, fuck, what's going to happen to them? Like, this is the industry they want to get into. And then they see all these layoffs. What are they going to be thinking? Like, where's a place for them? Oh, it's just just chaotic and i really do feel sorry for everyone involved i really really do and the final bit of news a bit more positive i was thinking about whether i was going to do a pokemon presents for nintendo for nintendo's for dlc but there wasn't really enough to talk about there was only one thing i was very happy about when it came to the pokemon direct and it's that they've announced pokemon legends z and a or z and a depending on what part of the world you are and this is coming out in 2025 this is going to be covering um x and y so lumino city and they tease Mega Evolution. So I'm very intrigued to see what this is like. Legends was a great way forward. And the, we always knew it was going to get a sequel. 
So this is a prequel, but it's a sequel at the same time. So that's coming out in 2025. I am very excited to see what that game's going to go like, because I think that's where the direction Pokemon main games need to go. Apart from gym battles, I think outside battles need to all be like this. Wait and see, shall we? We will wait and see. All right, that is the end of our news section. Let's move on to our free section, which we call Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh-huh. So Stick It Up Your Jinjo is where I want to hear your gaming successes and gaming rages. Because we all need to rage. We've got a good few answers this week, but as I said, thank you to everyone who's contributed. I keep a collection of them, and so they're all going to get read. Don't worry, I just can't read every single one now. So keep listening, and I will get back to them. Philip Anthony says, I finally beat the WCW Master for the NES after 30 years of trying. Then Rage was my Raspberry Pi crapped out on me and all the games I had saved on are gone. Oh, that's horrible. Like, to lose... Like, fair enough. Well done for beating WCW Master. And I... Is that... What is that? Is that... I assume... Hang on, let's have a look how bad this game is. Uh, it'll be a wrestling game. WCW Master. Oh, it looks so old school. Oh, that's got Ric Flair in it. That's awesome. Uh, well done for beating that game. I Obviously, if it's taking you 30 years, it must be incredibly hard. But to have your Raspberry Pi, you know, your Raspberry Pi crap out, it's not so much losing all the games, it is losing the save files, isn't it? That's the key, because you can replace your games, but re- you can't replace the save files. Oh, God, I cry. Like, I've been playing Tactics Ogre on the GBA, and I know I'm nearly at the end now, and I know if it suddenly just lost the save file, I'd be like, <laughs> like that guy is it the guy who does the nah, that'd be me i'd be so devastated so i'm so sorry philip my my thoughts and prayers go out to you aj moore says the swinging in dante's inferno an rb no aa rb hold rb what what the fuck and he said oh what do you want from me oh what do you want from me what do you want from me I don't know what R A R B no A A R B hold R B. What does that mean? What the fuck? I assume it's like a right back trigger, maybe. Don't what? AJ, that's just confusing me. I know we've been asked to do Dante's Inferno. You blame the Hoagie Man wants to do that one. He's probably like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what that code means. Shut up if you do. Shut up if everyone knows. I have no idea. Ridiculous. Dean Moy says, I nearly broke my mouse the other day playing Path of Exile. Well, at least you didn't. Because I assume if you're playing a game like Path of Exile, you've probably got a nice mouse. Like, I've just got a bog-standard Logitech one. Other ones are available. But I I imagine there'll be other ones you could get. And I've seen some mouses, and I'm like, that is outrageously expensive. Why would you spend that much? I'm like, unless the mouse is going to merge with your hand, and you become one with the mouse. So you don't even need to move it, you just do it, use it with your thoughts. That's ridiculous. So well done, Dean, for not breaking it. And that, finally, Natalie Revel says, Revel, I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Does it have to be gaming related? Because my great achievement was surviving my driving lesson. 
No, Natalie, it doesn't have to. Okay, I'll make... Because this put a smile on my face, right? So I'm, I'm allowing this. The thing is, Natalie, let's be honest with this. It isn't you surviving your driving lesson. It's the fact that the rest of the road manages to survive your driving lesson. We just... Tell me what country you live in so I can keep away. Because I am not having you right off my car. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, don't worry, Natalie. It's a big, wide world out there. Just don't crash. Please don't crash. Well, if you're going to crash, do it in the instructor's car, because then at least they're covered. Now, let's move on to our final Patreon section, which we call Survive or Die. Hey, listen. Survive or Die is our final Patreon section where each week we get two contestants. They could be characters from games, games themselves, franchises, mechanics, anything. And we have them nailed before Mr. Jeffrey D. Morgan, who is sitting there armed with Shao Kahn's hammer dressed in an earthworm gym suit. And this week, as we're talking about angels and gods, I decided let's go to the skies, let's go to the heavens and get some characters from gaming. So we have Angel from Tekken. Versus Kid Icarus from Kid Icarus. Which one of them should have their brain smashed in and be returned to heaven? And which one should stay to do the Lord's work? Well, we got two replies this week. Let's see what they say. First of all, Captain N says, I've always wanted to kill an angel and a kid. I should stop you right there, really, shouldn't I? The first one was fine. The second one... Got problems with that, mate. Got problems with that one. But let's get into this thing you've got going on. Angel from Tekken is another bland character from a bland fighting game franchise in a bland genre. Kick, punch, jump, repeat. Am I right? No, you're not right. You're going to have literally the whole fighting game community on your ass, Captain N. However, Kid Icarus is for some reason, for some reason allows a weapon, and if we arm children, then they will take over the world. Think of the boomers, won't you? We must keep those kids in line. So to conclude, I will kill Angel, and I'm going to do it for the noblest of reasons. They named her Angel. Like, way to be original on that one. Oh, she has wings and sucks. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, this was Tekken 2. And there already was Devil. Devil Kazuya. So this is like the Angel version, although it was an Angel version of him. It was just a female called Angel. So yeah, you shouldn't arm kids either. Not a good thing. And finally, Chris Copleen says, Okay, so I don't think I like either of these characters much. And isn't his name Pitt? Oh, shit, it is Pitt, isn't it? Ha! <laughs> it is Pitt. Who is Icarus? Icarus is one who flew too close to the sun. The game's called Kid Icarus. Yes, his name is Pitt. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. I should be the one who dies this week. And so finally Chris says, wait, yeah, Icarus dies anyway, and that's not from him, that's Pitt. You flew too close to the sun on this one, Danny. Let's bash Icarus's head in before he flies away. Yep, so on a technicality, we're going to have this. Both both Pitt and Angel survive. Icarus himself, the biblical figure, he flew too close to the sun. I flew too close to the sun. I'm glad that Chris picked up on that. Both of us get our brains smashed in. So next week, this show will be presented by Pat the Dog. Because I'm going to be dead. <laughs> Just a bit of research helps, doesn't it? 
just a little bit of research. All right, guys, I really do appreciate that. That was a good fun, as always. Right, well, I've been talking long enough, though. It is time to get into the main episode of the show. But before we talk about Akraza, I like to give you guys the chance to give your thoughts. So, you, a few of you have messaged, and it's Captain N again. He says, I am God, and in this game, I played as him too, and I couldn't agree more. The first time, I actually can say he's right. He, he did play as God. We all played as God. Storm Beagle says, Captain N, you didn't play as God. You were the little babe, little naked baby man. <laughs> so yeah, you find out you play as God and little baby naked man. So that's you, Captain N. I want that now to be your logo forever. You should literally be the little angel naked baby. That is you. Chris Copleen says, Captain N makes a good point about how it's terribly fun to send lightning bolts to slaughter the people living in primitive huts to increase your city's population by 5% or so. See, you're not doing it right if you're using lightning bolts. You use an earthquake, and then you laugh. <laughs> and Blaine the Hoagie Man says, Chris Copley makes a good point about Captain N making a good point. This is not becoming a fucking thing, you fuckers. This is not becoming a thing. God, I hate you all. All right, let's get... <laughs> Join our Patreon now. Right, let's get into the episode, shall we? This week, I am joined by Storm Beagle, and we had a good little sit-down about this game. And I, do you know what? I did find it fun. It was a good little time. To, it was one of my poop games, but I really did enjoy it. So I am going to play some music. And when I come back, me and Storm Beagle from the Retrotopia podcast are talking about Act Razor, which came out for the Super Nintendo in Europe on March the 18th, 1993. Woohoo! Fucking hell, it's over 20 years old. I'm so old. Returning once more to the show is Storm Beagle. Sam the Storm Beagle, how are you? Doing great, Danny. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm. It's early, but it's okay. It's good. And I brought you on the show because you and Captain N have started your own little podcast. It's been going quite well. Retropedia. How's that all going? Uh, Retrotopia. It's, a, it's early for you. Is that <laughs> Retro PDA would have been a good game too. <laughs> Freaking gal, Captain N's going to kill me for that. Retro, how's that? How's Retrotopia going? It's going great. <laughs> um, yeah, we're uh, we're about uh, we're about to release a tenth episode next week, I believe. And uh, as of the time we're recording this, not sure when it's going live, but it's been going really great. Uh, it's been it's been keeping us busy. Uh, getting everything scheduled and there's a lot of work that goes into this and um yeah i mean yourself you you wake up at you know ass early in the morning to do these so i i consider you the the hardest working uh dude in podcasting it's it's nuts <laughs> yeah well it's good it keeps you busy that's the main thing it keeps you busy and while the episodes you've already done on your show and i recommend that everybody goes to retrotopia slash retropedia um <laughs> That's it now, is you've decided and you wanted to do this little gem, which yes. is called Act Razor. Now, 
I'd never played this game prior, and but I knew that it had some sort of prestige. Everyone said this is one of the best games on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And I thought, all right, let's give it a go. And it it's a different game. It's, it's a weird yeah, one. It's, it's way different. I you know I also played this for the first time recently, and uh, I was surprised. It was uh, it, it, it's a lot different <laughs> than yeah, anything it's, else it's, I've ever it, played. Very, very much so. And it's a weird one because it's Enix who made it, but now if you have the re-release, it's Square Enix. So well mm-hmm. done, Square Soft, for picking up this one. And I don't know how you describe it. It It's a platformer, mm-hmm. or platformer mixed in with a building sim. The way you put it? That's exactly how I would describe it, yeah. it's. Um, but the building sim is kind of like, you know, you got to deal with not only some of your villagers concerns and all that stuff like you get with like a sim city or a civilization but you have like these monsters that are out on the map that you have to kind of deal with yeah the demons the yeah. demons are there and we'll get because essentially there, yeah, there are two parts of this game we'll get onto it now there is a plot essentially like you have basically centuries ago whatever you were beaten, you are the master, and you were beaten basically having to rest after this massive battle against the evil one called Tanzar, something like that, Tanzra. Uh, and Yeah, something like that. In your resting period, basically you sat on your ass and did nothing, and in that time he's basically come back and obliterated the world, and now you've woken up, and everyone's like, right, you need to get this world back in order. You and this little angel, little, yeah. little, angel, little angel boy, is basically, yeah. right, master. And essentially you are God. And it's like, God, get on with it. You need to fix the world. And the whole point of this game is for you to fix the world and get to the stage where you can fight the big baddie. And that, that's essentially the, the game, uh, well, the plot. And you call yourself, it says master. And it, you can, it actually... I called myself Cagsy because that's always my nickname. But I could have called myself anything. Like Master something would have been cool. Like Master Knob or something. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> Master Knob. <laughs> or Master Master Debater. That would have been... Why didn't I call myself Master Debater? Oh, that would have been awesome. Well, you know you know my preference for uh, for your for your term Bellend. I think that's a great... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Bellend. Call yourself Bellend. <laughs> yeah, Master Bellend. That would have been great. Master Bellend. Master Twat. <laughs> All the UK, the typical UK swear words, or UK yeah. aggressive words. I went up Master Bellend. So when I didn't, and I missed the trick. I realized when I was like on that level five, I was like, oh. It's dick. like naming your rival in Pokemon and, and calling him like asshole or whatever. <laughs> that's that's a pretty tame one, but <laughs> I usually oh, no, give you can him some kind blown. of. Call him cunt. Huh? Yeah, you know, call him yeah. cunt because then it just comes up. A cunt wants to battle. It's like, <laughs> oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll throw out sea bombs on this podcast. I know. Listen, if you if if, any, if you're listening to this with your kids, that's on you. This oh, is yeah. not on me. <laughs> hey, it says eighteen plus right on the uh, on the cover art, does it not? It does. It really yeah. does. I made sure I put that. I was like, I better put that, because otherwise someone's going to go, oh my god, I'm going to get told off. But no, no, we'll we'll say what we want on this podcast, well, to a degree. Now, essentially how this works, um, you, well, 
the the angel basically says right boss you need to go sort this out so you have to go to one of you go to a work an island and i think fillmore is the first one and yes. before you can do anything else you have to go to a platformer section so it's where you send your spirit down to the world in a statue and then you become i think he's, he looks like more i'd say like roman sort of greek guy yeah kind of it's got that feel to it definitely yeah and then you do a platforming stage and basically just run from left to right and hack and slash at things until you get to the end and fight a boss that that's that's pretty much it isn't it yeah it's like um it's like each new zone you get to you have to kind of uh i i saw that first action platformer section as like you're gaining your foothold in that new area you have to like carve your way in so you can start to establish yourself yeah and yeah. it's essentially you, you've only just got well at the beginning you've just got slash that's all you have later on you get magic but all you mm-hmm. have is a slash attack now if it was just a platformer i'd be like meh, meh yeah it, <laughs> it, it's not a good platforming game it's not yeah. It, 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 the guy handles like ass. All you'll be hearing the whole time. Is, yaw, 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 yaw. Oh and yeah, you'll just be hearing <laughs> sound effects. The, <laughs> the same sound effect over and over again. And he he handles. He reminds me of Sonic from Sonic Four, because when you jump one way, you are fucking committed to jump that way. You can't oh, yeah. like turn in midair. It's like oh my god, you handle like ass. Yeah, totally. It's um. It's- it was it was kind of hard to get used to. I'd say that. So like the first the first time I played this, I was I was like, what did I get myself into? Because this first level was like more challenging than it probably should have been for me, as I was getting used to like the the controls of of this guy that handles like ass. <laughs> he does. He he handles like crap, and it's just look. If you're just looking at the platform elements of this game, it's not good. If you if you had just given me this game and said that's yeah. it, I would have been bored out of my mind because it, it is. There are much better platformers. Let's put it like that. Yeah. Though and I will say, um, the levels themselves look pretty good. Like the, the graphics look great when you're when you're doing the platforming, and and they're interesting to look at. They are, and I'll give them that. the The graphics are interesting. Um, like I love, I love the character's design. I thought he yeah. looked absolutely great for his design, um, but it's just that you know you get to the end, nothing much is happening. You fight a boss. Now, mm-hmm. often I find with the boss, not so much at the beginning, but later on, it's just make sure you've got more health than them, and as yes. long as you've got more health <laughs> than them, you're okay because you'll usually slash two, they'll hit one. So it's like right. And it just becomes a war of fucking attrition. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, there's no skill. Like in every usual game you have, you've got less health than the body. But here, it's just like no, we've got the same. Right, come on, and just have them hacking and just see who gets there first. It's so stupid. Yeah, I found there were a couple bosses that I needed to use some strategy on, but there were definitely a couple where it's like I'm just gonna stand in the pocket and swing and just take hits until. Because I'm yeah. my rate of hitting the boss is just slightly higher. <laughs> yeah, it's just slightly higher. Now, later on, as you go through the game, and uh, you get given magic, and we'll go into like that about the villages, but you get given magic, and you get, like, there's four you can have, but you only need one. 
and that's magical stardust. Because holy yeah. shit, is that thing broken? I should have put this in my top ten broken things in video games. Oh, yeah. Because the moment you use that, you just go, I win, bye. And you want to know the sad part is I was playing this game and I was like determined not to use any guides or anything. And I just totally missed out on some of the like best items in the game that I, that I could have equipped. I was like, oh, like, I, you know, watching a, a playthrough because I, I did not get to finish this game because spoiler alert, there's a there's a boss rush at the end. That's kind of tough. Um, I didn't no, finish not. it, but I. What? Oh, you don't think the boss rush was tough? Well, you you probably had all the items, and and I I didn't get those. <laughs> when you when you've got when you've got the the magic of Stardust, you just sit there and laugh. That's that's how bad this is. Yeah, but if you don't find that, that was like, you know, I was watching walkthroughs. I was like, oh, oh shoot, I should have like gotten this stuff and and equipped it for this final boss battle and. I could probably go back yeah. and try it again at some point, but yeah, it that, was like, that might have helped. oh, I was, I was doing this the hard way. <laughs> yeah, like I always have a guide. I usually have a guide of some sort. Uh, it just kind of helps me, you know, make get basically because I've got so many games on the go. Like, right, how oh, yeah. can I get through this as quick as I can? Uh, I, I don't stick to the guide completely. Like, I try and do as much as I can. And if I can, like, okay, I need a little bit of assistance here, then I'll have a look. It's not like Breath of Fire or Breath of Fire 2. Oh, I basically God. need to have the guidebook sitting with me at all times going, what the yeah. fuck do I do? You're, like, trying to read. I was trying to read and follow along with that when I played Breath of Fire. That game is so ridiculous. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Go tell your partner in crime that it's fucking shit. Message him right now and say this game is fucking shit. Yeah, he is kind of a Breath of Fire apologist, isn't he? He is. He's a, And he's... Just wait till that episode. Oh, 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 I can't wait. I've been waiting for a long time to hear that one. <laughs> oh, well, we're getting there. It's, it's yeah, it's like a big reveal. When should it come out? Now, you essentially yeah, the platforming thing, fine. So then, the main draw to this game, I think, I really do think, is that you go into yeah. like the Sim City building mode, and you come to this world, and you've basically freed up. You've done the first boss, so you've freed up the world, and you get these two humans, and basically you're saying to these two humans, right, it's time, me and you, we're going to build this civilization. And you have your little angel buddy, so he's flying around butt naked, and yeah. <laughs> he's basically, you start having to build the town, so you have to build land, build houses, build space, cut down space. But the main thing is, is the humans are basically building up, well, doing what you're telling them to do. Right. And there are demons that are flying around the world, and your little angel man has to continuously, the whole thing, go around and shoot the living little fuckers out the sky. Otherwise, yeah, they'll kill still... your people. Yeah, they got little arrows, and uh, and you can shoot. There's, like, the first uh, the first area just has, like, bats, and I think maybe one set of, like, a, a, a one of the weaker dragons. But it's just, yeah. I always laugh. Like it's it's kind of fun to let them like pick up the people every now and then because they get like a little yeah. string of people. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then when you shoot them, they all fall down and run away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which is worse: that the bat takes them off, or you've just shot them from a great distance and they've just let them fall to their death. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, uh, they better be like Mario, otherwise we got we got to fucking clean up. Yeah, clean just up splat on right on the ground. 
God, why have you forsaken me? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> this so is much worse. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is, at least the bat would have killed me in one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, you can't get a game over here, but it will just slow your progress because the aim is right. you need to get your population to from two to say 300 where the people have grown and by that in, in turn your level grows we'll go into that in a minute because they affect your stats but what you want your people to do is you want to build all the way up to where they build the little houses and then more people come around and yeah. you could build more things but you want to try and find where the monsters dens are so they're often like a little you can see where they are on the map and once you send your people to go there they seal the monster and once the monster's sealed they're not coming back. And the point right. is is that you need to go find where all... The, in the first year, there's a dragon den and there's a bat den. You just, as the little angel, need to direct them over there and then also kill them at the same time. And once they're sealed away, they're not coming back. Great. And then you can just have fun building and then just build as much as you want. Um, and then at some stage, they'll be like, right, oh, there are some trees there. Do us a favor, God. Um, can you just you know get rid of those trees and you can just like lightning them or something which is quite cool you know, god yeah. doesn't do anything apart from that doesn't say i'll get rid of the demons which would have been handy no no you get rid of the demons i'll take care of these trees <laughs> that seems like yeah, a, yeah. a good a good role for for the both of us <laughs> god's like oh i've already sat i've already done the platforming bit fuck that i'm having a rest what do you want me yeah. to do yeah it's fine yeah i'll do that um, I just thought I thought it was interesting how, uh, like, when I was playing it, I would try to um, get those monster dens like as weak as possible because you could actually go up and check to see how many monsters were left in there. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd say like, oh, there's bats in here, but there's like, I don't know, like 150 left or whatever. And so I would, um. I would just kind of wait and, and try to kill as many as, as I could. And then I would seal it off because I found later in the game that um, I tried to seal something off a little early because I was kind of sick of dealing with whatever was coming out of that den. And I actually yeah. lost one of the guys. or I don't know if it was part of the story, but I think I think you can lose one of the people. Like, like this guy was injured sealing this monster's den. I was like, oh, oh that's, no. that's intentional. Yeah, no, that, that was intentional. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, did I seal that too early and I killed someone? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, that's that's part of the plot. So okay, cool. I often, the first thing I do is literally go find the monster dens and I literally send the people over there. And again, you cannot lose the game. It's not even if you your population goes from like two hundred down to two, you don't lose. It just means you've just got to build it back up, and it just takes time. But I just oh, try and yeah. find where the monster dens are, and just get the people over there ASAP. And then I'm like, right, monster dens cleared. Let's get on with the objectives because essentially you have objectives because you have a temple, and the people will come to you and say, "We need something. Can you help us out here?" Like, oh we someone as you said someone's got injured so you have to send people over there to try and get him to help or there's trees in the way can you sort that out or yeah. we've had floods can you sort that out and as god you need to try and work out okay i've got these god powers i've got like lightning bolts uh, i've got wind i've got earthquakes i can do little things to try and help what can i do to try and help uh, which is cool and I do. I actually did like that element. Like you sitting around. Okay, there's a. There's. I can. If I get rid of these trees, 
by lightening these trees, then they can build there and that's more space. I like that. That's quite cool. And eventually, you well, you want to get to the stage because the population builds. And once the population hits a certain point, you get a level. And yes. the point is you need to get to, like, say, for example, you'll get to 250 out of 300. Then the people will go, oh, you, you've solved this, but now there's a new problem. And then you need to do another platforming section. And mm-hmm. that's essentially the final. That's like the boss, the whole, the main boss of the area. And once you've done that boss, you essentially move on to the next one. That's that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, and that kind of frees up that area to for you to fully expand through it because there's yeah. other like other things that'll happen, like um, uh, like our crops won't grow or something like that. And there's this evil coming from this mountain or something like that. So then you have to go do the second portion and then you can actually continue to expand and then like going back to clearing land and stuff i th- i always thought that was uh, just a fun part of that you know part of the building process because i could always go back and kind of like i found myself scouring through the old areas and making sure i cleared everything and sometimes i would yes. find like oh i found an extra square i can like juice a little more population out of this map <laughs> no do you and sometimes no, it helps. i actually it's pretty cool because, yeah, essentially there are so many different areas. Uh, there are six different lands you can go to. And then mm-hmm. once you, you go, oh, shit, I can go back a little bit more now. And I want to just get those ex- that extra square. And i got to admit, I did like doing that. Uh, it was cause I, I want to get the maximum you can get. And you can you can teach the people to build bridges. And then they can yes. make bridges over the water. It's like, okay, good, they can go over here now. And I, I love little things. Like, I've never played a sim city sort of thing so i had, I had a load of fun doing this but the, what i thought was quite cool and okay cool is quite a interesting word considering about what to say so your people will make houses and at first they're like huts and mm-hmm. then as they kind of progress in civilization they'll make stronger houses but if you want to get like the highest population you need to get rid of those huts because then when they rebuild, they'll make houses over the huts, and that gets more people. So to do that, you need to do an earthquake. Oh, shit, yeah. kill people. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to, like, kill. Level, their, uh, level their stuff so they rebuild it again. It's kind of a cruel way to... <laughs> yeah, it so is quite of, cruel, yeah. because you see a population drop, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, God needs to happen needs to happen so i i often sat there a few times at right let's get these fuckers working don't praise <laughs> me enough so i just started earthquaking the place to shit oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> there was one uh there was one map in like the uh later portions of the game there's some stronger uh enemies that are kind of floating around in the map and uh it's those skulls Oh, and, uh, the freaking skulls. Yeah, I lost track of one for a bit, and it did, like, that massive earthquake thing that it did, and it killed everyone on the map. <laughs> yeah, the skulls are a right dick. Because, yeah. yeah, if you leave them alone, they do so much damage. It's like, oi, if you just hang fire, I would have done that myself. I would have killed them all. But you oh, wanted yeah. the glory. Yeah, and then also I, I noticed uh, that when, when those... Um, monsters unleash those huge attacks that kill like p- huge portions of your population it actually beefs up the um the unsealed monster dens it kind of like replenishes the populations that are in those dens i never it's, knew that oh yeah so See? it's like a two-edged like it, it fucks you two ways <laughs> you say two-edged 
I've never heard two-edged. You mean double-edged? Yeah, double-edged, yeah. Double-edged <laughs> sword, because it's like, yeah, it kills all your people, and then it strengthens the monsters. It's like, makes it worse both, you know. They have to rebuild, and then you have to contend with more monsters while you're trying to help, you know, Sold while they're trying out. to rebuild. Yeah. The problem with those skulls as well is that, so your little angel boys just go around trying to solve all these problems and shoot them all. And as he's trying to shoot them all, if you touch any of the enemies, you lose, the angel has health. Yeah. And if he runs out of health, he's kind of out of action, which means you can't do anything. So if your angel boy is out of action for a little bit, then the world is being destroyed and you're like, ah, shit. Uh, crap. But the yep. skulls do so much damage to angel boy. So the point is, do not get involved. But the moment they see Angel Boy, they go after him. They say, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, they Run rush Angel him. Boy. They yeah. rush him. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, they leave him. Because some of them, yeah, the skulls will get the... They will do as much damage as they can. The bats, they decide to grab people. Then you've got the dragons. They destroy buildings. And another one destroys crops. I can't remember yeah, that one, like dries out the crops. Yeah. yeah, it dries out the crops, and then you need to uh, water them. You need to send the rain to get them back. And that's how you kind of fix because the ground, you can do, if you don't do anything, they won't come back, and you need to fix them. But essentially, yeah, once you do the first, you, you go in and solve um, the problems, you'll go do the second phase of the platforming, and usually you'll fight a different boss. And once you've done that boss, the people are like, yay, you've saved the world. Now go to the next area. So blood. But Blood Pool, lovely name, is the second yeah. area. And essentially the process starts all over again. You go and fight, do the platformer section. Then you do some building. Then you go fight the second boss. And then you do some more building before going on to the third section, rinse and repeat. But the interesting thing is with this, is that at some point, let's say, I don't know, with one place, they went, oh, all our people um, are bored shitless. They've got no motivation. We need music. And you're like, right. It's like, I don't want any fucking music. And you, yeah. you get it at the next place, and you can take it over? Oh, yeah. It's like, one, once you get... There was so, uh, like, I don't know how... Like, rewarding, I guess. Like, once they're like, oh, we've discovered music, it's like, that's right. I know who needs that. And then you, like, go yeah. back and give it to the people. And then um, and then they can, like... They, it kind of kickstarts them, and, and they they come off their paws, basically. And, and actually, you, yes. can, you can gain quite a bit of population that way. Because, yeah, once they, at this point with the music, they're like, no, we're not working anymore, we can't be asked. And there's plenty of other examples. So there's bits where they need to know how to learn a bridge. They need their crops improving. Yeah. They need, uh, they're all sick. And yeah. you have to kind of take that, as you said, oh, I know who needs that. And you go take crops to someone else. You go take a medicine to someone else. And so it's that incentive to go back and visit islands you've, not just a population growth, but to go, oh, hang on, they need this. They can keep going back to work now. And I thought that was really good. Right, yeah. That was a that was a cool touch because it was like it kind of uh, limited your, your level growth a little bit until you got to a certain point and then it like kind of unleashed the floodgates and you could get strong enough because there were points where I think I'd go into that second platforming part and I wouldn't be strong enough. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you're a little underleveled, it affects your ability to uh, to get through the platforming. Unless you're like I don't know, just like really used to that platforming style, you could probably beat a bunch of stuff while you're underleveled, but it's not easy. No, it's it's not easy. And essentially, yeah, like I did my best to make sure 
any any time I had the chance, I went back and I made sure my population went up because your population, it's not just a matter of, you know, you get to the next station. That actually affects that your population growth essentially is your health is is how much health you take forward with you so the more people you have the more times that you'll actually be able to um do more damage and essentially when you're fighting some of these bosses especially towards the end of the game you need health and yeah. if you can have the biggest population you can it means you've got more health simple as that yeah and yeah i, I like that that was such a good such a good way to uh, or like just a novel way to level up your your character and and what's essentially i guess an rpg but you know like like we said it's it's not like any other rpg we've ever played no it's it's not it really isn't oh yeah there's only yeah there's only the red demon there was the final yeah, there's only four types of enemy but they have like to be fair that when it comes to the main game like the platforming i should say there are plenty of different bosses there's loads of different bosses you have to fight but often it is just as i said just go in there actually well some of them you just have to figure out the pattern if you figure out the pattern you're not too bad some of them it's a war of attrition um, yeah definitely where's the i'm just like i'm just going through some of these bosses now let's have a look at them is that number two yeah so there's a guy called the wolf zeppelin wolf he was a fucking pain in the ass and he's literally bouncing around he has a mage oh, form yeah. where he literally fires um he fires balls from here and the the point is, is that you need there are six platforms he can he can appear from all these platforms. You just need to try to work out right. I can get him here. I can't get him there. And then once you figure yeah. out that, you're okay. And then he gets to fifty percent, and he's like, "Oh fuck this!" And he becomes a werewolf, and he just comes at you. Then he just goes. He just goes for you. He's like, "Right, okay, now war of attrition time. Here we go." Yeah, that wolf. That wolf form is pretty tough because he would just kind of like appear up higher where you couldn't get him, and then he'd just dive down at you. And and the. The guy is not very fast, and he does not jump very high. So, your ability to kind of evade is not great. <laughs> no, it, it isn't great. I you've got the some bosses you can basically just go right. I'm going to use Stardust, and that's it. I, there yeah. was like one like little like pinwheel from Dark Souls. Once you do that, that's you know you're done. It'll kill him off, and you can use your magic a certain amount of times depending how many things you find. Yeah, you can find like. Let's say magic refillers in the world, um, and I think I got the maximum of them, so I could cast them something like three or four times. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I won this one." But then you've got ones like a serpent, which I thought was quite a cool boss, where you're fighting on a waterfall, and you've basically got as you've got so many platforms, say four or five different like bits of I don't know when you call them, earth in a waterfall. But you've yeah. got this big dragon who's basically going round the whole thing, and you've—it's always a set pattern. So you've got to work out, okay, which is the safe platform that he's not going to get me on, but I can still take a swipe on. And once you get again, once you get the pattern sorted, you're okay. But if you miss your jump, you're dead. Simple oh, dead. Yeah. I actually like that boss, that aquatic dragon one. It was—it um, was one of those ones where uh, once I kind of saw what what the boss was, I was like, oh, I I'm. I'm going to get like just completely fucked on this one. Like this one's going to be so hard. And then there were a couple where I surprised myself and I, and I beat it on like the first try. I was like, Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, like, yay. Yeah. Okay, great. And again, there was some, like there was the Arctic worm and I thought it was quite cool. Yeah. Um, that was a cool one. It, 
That was actually, it was like an ice dragon. And I did like that one, to be fair. And again, it's just kind of wait to see what his pattern is. He always does the same sort of pattern. And that was definitely one where I made sure I had more health than it. And yeah, as long as I'm, sure. I am more health. And by the time you get to that pot stage of the game, you really should have just as much health as the boss. And then it just becomes the same thing. Make sure you have uh, enough and you'll be fine. Yeah, I I think my favorite uh my favorite two um well there's the pharaoh which <laughs> is just such a weird like it's just a a king tut mask that just drops on yeah. you. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, oh god it was, wasn't it? It was just and that's one of the bosses uh in the death run as well. Yeah, cuz yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just just like he's the just least big... imaginative uh thing that you can do it's like are, do we have a sand level well uh it's egypt <laughs> like yeah, it's actual egypt, egypt. <laughs> so get tutankhamun and then just have that jump on his head i said that'll do that's fine yeah. we haven't got a problem with that that's fine but that was one of those yeah, ones we... where it had had a definite pattern and so um especially in the boss rush that's one where you could kind of make up some ground where you're not just like sitting there you know taking hits um you know while you're while you're swinging away, you can actually kind of get out of the way and hit it a few times. And if you're patient, yeah. you won't lose that much health. Um, yeah. If, and then, yeah, that, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. They all, they all have like this, this certain pattern. And whilst it's the, the bosses themselves aren't really a problem when it comes to fighting them one-on-one, when you eventually get to, you've done all six worlds, you're ready, you go into a pit and essentially mm-hmm. you're going into hell essentially. And you have to do a boss rush before you go and fight the final boss. Now, what the the the, the trick with this is to make sure you have as many lives as possible, um, right. because if you if you've got enough lives, you can essentially get to the final boss. And the main point is, if you can get to the final boss of one life, you should be okay. But you use your this is what it comes to. I kind of because I had so much health, it just became a smack, 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 smack. And it's like, okay, I've got two life left. I've got I've got five lives. I've still got to fight four more bosses. I'm fine. So I really wasn't that, you know, it, it kind of took a bit of the the gravitas from it because I thought the situation was cool that you get down there and there are six heads looking at mm-hmm. you and you have to fight one, the, you know, one head will light up and then you'll go fight a boss from one of the main saves. I thought that was actually... Normally, I hate boss rushes, but I liked how they did that. I thought that was quite cool. It was quite dramatic. Yeah, that screen looked really cool. It was like yeah. really detailed, and uh, they—I uh, don't—I can't remember if they were lit up, and then you made them dim, or if it was the other way around. But yeah, it was like definitely a way to track your progress through it. And uh, yeah, you could see each the face of each one, and they were looking pretty gnarly. Yeah, I thought the artwork for it looked very cool. It was like, there's proper Super Nintendo, but it did look so cool. Like, if I was back then, I think, right, this is it. This is definitely the one. And then when you fight, when you've done all six of those, as I said, as long as you've got one left, you'll go back and you will then fight Tanzra. And he's, he's got two forms. And he's got, he has got a chunk of health. Let's be honest, he has an absolute chunk of health. But again, I didn't really struggle with this because 
you equip the flame sword, and the flame sword is basically you fire fireballs. And mm-hmm. I was like, right, easy. Just the first, because the first form is just this floating head. And you basically, you just, well, he uses his own version of, of magical stardust. And I found when he did that, I just used my own one. And that gave me, invinci- I just used magical stardust for invincibility frames. Oh, right. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah. Because he can't hit me. If he, Because the magical stardust doesn't really work that well fighting him. But if I just was like, right, he's going to use his version. But if so, if I use my version, he's not going to hurt me. And then once we do that, it's just basically dodge the projectiles and yeah. then just get a chance in. And I thought, okay, it, it's much. It was much easier to do, especially with the um, the fire sword. Um, oh no, do you, hang on. Do you get the fire sword? Do you get? I'm thinking. Do you get the fire sword then, or do you get it after the second boss? Because the second boss. He's like this much large, larger form, but that was literally. I'm just standing next to you and hitting you. That yeah. it sounds horrible, but it was. It was. It because people was like, "Oh, this is a really tough boss," and I was like, "Have I kind of just not done this properly?" Because should I be dodging? Yeah, he's intimidating. He is. Yeah, but it I really just does. stood I next mean, to him. Yeah, it just. Yeah, it's kind of weird how sometimes like you're fighting a boss and it's like, oh, I can just kind of stand in this corner and just kind of wail away and and he dies like (laughs) but it's got that like i'm I'm looking at a screenshot of it now and like he looks huge he's got like these like demon skulls all over him he's got huge claws he's like two or three times bigger than you are he's you know takes up a good portion of the screen and then you see his health bar is like it's it's double your size it's like um you know those those final bosses where they've got that just exaggerated health bar where it's like you know spills over the screen <laughs> oh nearly does yeah it nearly yeah. Squ- nearly goes over the screen but this is the, the thing because i had the flame sword i'm doing more damage and yeah. i just literally just stood next to him i what i could have literally had a drink while i was doing it and that shouldn't be how a final boss is but maybe if it was your case because you had less health than me because I constantly went back to try and get the highest population growth I could. So I had this whacking chunk of health, like pretty much. I think I was one or two bars, not of full health. And I could just stand next to him. And then it took away all like the, you know, the, the essentially the perfect platforming element. Like if you were facing like a Castlevania, facing Dracula, you can't mm. just sit there and smack him. You've got to do, you've got to figure out the pattern. You've got to dodge. You've got to get, yeah. you know, okay, I can attack now. That wasn't the case here. And maybe I kind of spoiled myself, spoiled it for me, because I was like, oh, this is, that's it. But had I had lower health, I wouldn't have been able to be that cocky. I could just, I'd have to actually figure out the patterns then. Yeah, I definitely missed some things. And so, you know, the boss rush itself, I didn't even get all the way through. I had to kind of watch a playthrough. But that's where I think part of the, um, maybe part of the replay value of this game is, you know, if we're talking about, you know, the time that it actually came out, if you had this game, you know, you could play through it and, you know, miss some things. And then the next time you might discover like, oh, there's this, uh, if I give this to these people, I get this item. Or if I use this here, it opens up this. And, you know, your your next playthrough, you might find some extra stuff that makes the mm. end easier, you know. And it's not a long game. 
it's it's, no. it's it's a little it's a little pick up and get play go. Like, it's definitely great to play as a um, like. Well, I played it on the uh, <coughs> Vita. <coughs> it got sick, yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. um, but, <laughs> and it you know I, I essentially it was a great little game to just play on my uh, poop time, and because it could just pick it up and go do a level and move on, and. I would, I'd like playing this again. I think if you'd just given me the platforming elements, I would never pick up this game ever again. Simple as that. I would be like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And it would actually, the platform would go down as one of the, in my bot, bottom games. That sounds really outrageous, bottom games, but it would <laughs> go down as at the bottom of the rank. Um, but adding the Sim City elements puts it at the top range, the higher range. Well, and if that makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely what they focused on. It's it's a very uh it's a pedestrian action platformer. You know, it's it's very run of the mill, but but the uh the sim elements really really make it. And then the fact that the you know, the sim elements influence, you know, how strong you are for the platforming portion. Yes. Then, then yeah, it's like they they work together very well, but on their own, you know, each each part on its own would be boring. Yeah, I think, yeah, def. Do you know what? I 100% agree with that. On their own, each one will be boring, but put them together, they work really well. And that's why it surprises me when I, I read that Act Razor 2, they did it when they came back, and it was just the platforming. I was yeah. like, what? Why? Why did you yeah, do that? I don't even want to play that one. Like, <laughs> unless they improve the platforming, but still, there's no draw. Like, the everything that's unique about this game, they they took away <laughs> yeah i i can't actually think of any other game like ak razor i really can't i'm i've been thinking about it. it's like what game is like ak razor it's like th- there isn't no not even the second one yeah not even the second one not even yeah not even the second one can do it but i genuinely i'm like thinking about what other game is like a crazy and i I just cannot think of a game which has both these elements in um yeah you know which it doesn't someone's gonna someone writes in and and knows one and then i'll play it because it's it sounds like it's awesome if it's anything like this (laughs) yeah someone's gonna call me and go oh actually no there's there's this one you just not played this like i'll fuck off Oh, cool. Then I'll play it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Give me the give me the source. Yeah. Um, Be the source hero. Yeah, just just put it right in my veins. This game is uh, this game was cool. It was addicting while I was playing it. It was like every <clears throat> every down moment that I had that it was you know I was like oh, I could game here for a little bit. I wanted to play this while it was you know, um, you know while I was finishing it, and then. You know, even the platforming parts, like if I would get stuck, I'd just be like, no, one more try. Because, you know, it doesn't game you over where you have to go all the way back to the beginning. It just gives you three shots at it. And then if you lose all your lives, then um, then you just got to kind of get kicked out and you have to start the level over again. But it's like, okay, one more shot. Like, yeah, I could do it. one more yeah. go. Yeah. I, do you know what? You no, know, I, I was hooked on it. I was like, I... I never had the the problems as I with the platforming just because of well my health was so bloody high, but yeah. I just wanted to play more and more of it. And I actually was worried I wasn't wasn't going to like this game when I first looked. I was like, oh, I don't know, is, is has it got the hype that this thing has? But the moment like when I put it down and finished it, I was like, no, that was that was a fun little time. 
I had fun. I had a good fun. It was good. I listened to your episode. I was like, you know, what? I know I had a good, good, good time with this, and I can safely say, I was like, yep, yeah, that's that was a good game. I enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed it and thought I got my money's worth if I bought it back in the day. I was happy yeah. with it. Yeah, I don't know what it goes for on the collector's market now, but definitely, like, if you want to play the original, you kind of have to emulate it. You know, it's although. Uh, there is a remake. There's Act Razor Renaissance that's out on I think pretty much everything, but I I got it on the Switch and uh, it's interesting. It adds a lot of elements to the um, well to the whole game, but especially the the sim portions. There's like a lot more uh, that you can do in the sim portions. Like you can kind of command the people around a little bit more. Um, there's little like kind of uh, tower defense kind of elements to it uh it's definitely worth like even if you're not so sure like definitely the the renaissance version is is worth it yeah because essentially i i didn't i haven't seen the other side of well the the remake um and i was debating that i was like do i play that first do i give that a go as i wasn't sure so should i give it a go or should i just pass it on it do you reckon no i think it's i mean watch for like a sale it's definitely it's worth playing i this you know i did the same thing for um yeah we we played uh we all played mario rpg recently and i actually haven't uh i've got a copy of the remake but i haven't played it yet but i did the same thing i was like you know i want to play the original so i emulated that um just to see how how it was and and that's what i kind of based my my review off of when you know on retrotopia when we talked that game um but, you know, obviously, you know, the remake is going to add quality of life and just other little goodies that, you know, and Act Razor Renaissance is no exception. It does the same thing. It, yeah, I, so maybe one day I'll see if it comes out on a sale. I will have a little little gander at it. And this game has definitely those religious overtones. That's like, oh, essentially yeah. that's the appearance, isn't it? And like it affects the music and it's like literally i was like am i going to church oh when you go to the sky tower it's like uh pipe organ music it's like oh i need to be really quiet and respectful right now because we're in god's house (laughs) we're in god's house and essentially yeah you i do feel like this is god's world i am living here i need to be careful because it does have that christian i was your christian sense of feeling i don't know what you're christian but it kind of if you're going to give me any sort of religion, it's going towards that more than anything else. Maybe like Greek God Zeus sort yeah. of thing. But I think it was because it had the, the organs and stuff I've associated with that. Someone's going to come at me. I know. I Look, shut up. Shut uh, up. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, I'm on an encyclopedia of religion. Leave me well, alone. Well, if you're, if you're looking at some of these um, bosses and stuff, you know, you're, you're fighting centaur and minotaur and manticore and like all these kind of like mythological pagan beasts and like there's that one kalia which looks awfully similar to like a hindu god because it's got like an elephant head and and that kind of thing it's like it's it is very christian like over tony like i wonder if they if they oh over tony i don't know if that's a, a descriptor but like it has christian overtones. yeah it is that's a word now um but I don't know if that was intentional, but it's definitely the theme, right? <laughs> yeah, it definitely has that sort of theme. Like, it's not 
If anyone's going to call me, it doesn't scream Hindu. It doesn't scream Muslim. It, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's you know, and your little cherub baby that you know, it's you look like a, you're when you're in the sim mode, you're like a a little tiny precious moments figurine like flying around. <laughs> I don't yes. know if you had those. Yeah. <laughs> I did. So like my grandma, my grandma collected like those little, you know, little snow babies or like little precious moments or whatever. It's what that little angel looks like to me. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, it's a little angel, isn't it? And he's yeah. like the poor little bugger. He does all the work. He does all he the sure work. Does. You just sit back and have a beer. That's all God's doing at the moment. He's like, ah, fuck yeah. it. You call me fuck down it. when you need me to kick some ass, but for now, I'm just gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, and it'd be nice if the angel actually came down to help you for the battles. It's like, I'm sitting there sweating blood and guts here. Do you want to come down and help? Get your ass down yeah. here? Lazy shit. Yeah. Okay. I know he's just been helping like build the towns, but I was helping destroy the towns. Do you know what? That, it did. It, it sounds horrible. The little horrible person to me. It's like the GTA. And you know, back in GTA, you can just go around and kill people, and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. But now just this is like the same sort of thing. This is like Super Nintendo's GTA. <laughs> yeah, it's like a uh, little bit of... A little bit of light genocide so that I can have a better town. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the people. No, but God, you've done it ten times in a row. Yeah. Aftershocks. Yeah, it's like the... It's like a... um, Like a philosophical quandary that you get while you're playing this game. It's like, do I... You know, if you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs, right? You have to... (laughs) You have to destroy some towns so you can have better stuff. (laughs) I freaking broke the whole chicken farm the amount of times I used the earthquake button. <laughs> oh, and it's funny too because it like it doesn't, um, you know, as long as you're not in the, you know, platforming parts and you're in the sim portion and and everything's kind of, you know, once you've sealed the the monsters away, um, and you're, um maybe you're done but you haven't moved on to the next portion yet like the game just kind of is really chill and you can yeah pretty much do whatever you want it is it's great it's nice and chilled you can just kind of relax and go ah i'll do what i want now yeah it 100 percent is it's nice and chill it's nice and relaxed you can just be calm do your thing no one's pressuring you and then when you're ready when the people are ready then you'll move on to the next bit that is essentially it and it's great yeah when when the yeah, when the people are ready after you've killed them all and and they've had to repopulate and then I'll do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah you can do that uh, as many times as you want i guess yeah i i'm a horrible person i am a horrible <laughs> individual so have you got anything else you want to bring to the table for this game mm, no i think we covered pretty much everything it's it's a fun game it's very unique uh like like we said, if you if any listeners have uh, any other games like this that they can think of, uh, I, I definitely would love to hear it. Yeah, definitely, I would. So yeah, let's see if anyone writes in and tells me. So if you've got to score this out of ten, what are you giving it? Um, gosh, it's probably going to be like someone's going to listen back to Retrotopia and and find out what I said, and if it's different, they're going to come at me because <laughs> <laughs> I can't honestly remember what I said. Um. But I think I was like right in that like seven and a half range. Um, I, I think I I think I dinged it for like maybe the the platforming was a little was a little shit and uh, the music <laughs> a little did get shit. pretty. It was pretty shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was shit. Um, but the, and the music got a little repetitive. Um, 
so usually like for me in the sim portions i would just kind of like mute it and throw on some of my own music or whatever but um other than that it's it's unique and so it gets points for that so i'd i'd, I'd go right around seven and a half yeah i i'd give it a seven like if you were just honestly going to give me the platforming section i'd give it a two i'm not yeah. even joking i would give it as low <laughs> as that but the sim portion add that to it pushes it and if it was just the sim portion i'd give it a five that's the weird uh-huh. thing if it was just a sim i'd give it a five it was just the but because you put them together it works really well i don't yeah, know why it works really well but it does and your math adds up too it's a two and a five it does uh, and there it's we a seven. go two and a five there that's how <laughs> we get seven you know i didn't even think of that and i've got like <laughs> Oh, I'm really good at maths. I got an A in GCSE maths. That means nothing to you, but it means everything to the English people. They'll know what I mean by that. Easiest exam I ever did, GCSE maths. Put that in your hat. But apart from that, yeah, 5 plus 2 equals 7. That's how we get to it on this show. There we go. And it's it's a good thing that uh, that you did so well in, in, that, uh, in that test because you were able to, to do that math. There you go. Yeah, and it, <laughs> Otherwise, you know, God help me, in actual serious jobs, I'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, Sam the Storm Beagle, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you that because that's what's coming up on your Discord, Sam the Storm Beagle. Oh, Thank yeah, you, yeah, we have to use our made-up names for our podcast. That's... Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, don't, you don't for Retrotopia, you call it... No, I know, like, but we're... that's that, that's the joke, is that Sam is my made-up name. <laughs> See, that threw me at first when you, you said Sam. I was like, okay, that's Storm Beagle. But it was like, Brian. Who's the, who's the fuck's Brian? Was like, yeah, who's who's that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Those are our made-up names. Name is... We're like, what? I confused we me. Need a, we need average Joe names that were, you know, like normal people, I guess. <laughs> Norm, yeah. Yeah, because obviously being birthed as Storm Beagle and Captain N wasn't confusing enough for your parents. Right, yeah. Yeah, that is a unique name. As unique as this game very true what a way to end on so storm beagle aka sam real name fake name we don't know thank you very much for coming on the show and your next game because you've already playing this is shining force yeah oh yeah that's gonna be a more aggressive one i'm telling you right now (laughs) i can't wait thanks danny and that was episode 107 of act razor thank you everyone for listening i hope you had a good time Thank you very much, Storm Beagle, for joining. I'm looking forward to having him on the show one day. Well, he's coming back on. He's doing Shining Force. Finish Shining Force, you bar steward. But until then, I hope everyone has a great week and you all take care of yourself. My name's been Danny. Bye-bye.